friends to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today we have a very special guest with us. And before I introduce her, I would like to remind our viewers the format of our program tonight. So tonight we will get to know our guest and we will also find out how does she envision a society where everyone is happy and lives a fulfilled life, a society where everyone uh, has everything they need and they, they're not afraid for tomorrow. And the type of society we are trying to describe is a creative society. And if you never heard about the project Creative Society, it is a project on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. It is run by volunteers from over 180 different countries in order to find out what type of future do we envision for ourselves? What type of future do we want for ourselves, our kids, our friends and everybody? So welcome to the program. My name is Olga and our co-host today is Steve. Welcome, Steve. And our guest of honor is Dr. Safiye Nubani, and she is an international creative mindset strategist. Welcome, Dr. Nubani. Blessings. Thank you for a great intro. And it's such an honor to participate and to engage was such a beautiful project and to be involved and have a voice and share with you. Awesome. You. Please, please tell us a little bit more about your background and what do you do? Yes, I am an international creative mindset strategist. Um, I really have a passion uh, for creativity. Uh, because I really feel that uh, a source of many stagnation and many mental health issues <laughs> come from lack of practicing curiosity and, and leading to creative projects that really tap into our uh, participation in our co-creating uh, of our lives on a daily basis. So I am a coach, I'm a trainer, and I am also a co-host on, on, on shows as well as um, a uh, mindset strategist is my real forte. So I work with the organizations, with individuals in that area. What a, I love that. I've, I have to say before we start, I love your background, but I feel like I need to take a nap. It is so like then <laughs> relaxed and chilled out. Uh, so feels so cool. Uh, about, you know, we're talking about creative society today. So I've not heard the term creative mindset strategist before. Could you just go a little bit deeper into that for some of us like me who don't really get what that really means? Sure. So um, in July, I published my book one of, of three series, uh, Optimize Your Creative Mindset. And the intention behind the book was really to encourage others to tap into their innate creative abilities and, and develop those areas uh, in such ways that are uh, able to transform their lives to a tap into their best potentiality. And uh, in it, I had created concepts uh, also from old, uh, connect to new, and of course my personal uh, view. And uh, I created the circle of creative masters 
Institute. And Circle of Creative Masters has a certain way of operation. I had really looked into uh, a lot of behavioral uh, background and psychology of, you know, different types of mindsets and how we really respond to certain things based on the foundation of our personality that is influenced by our attitude that could be sometimes under conformity and or it could be intrinsic out of our own mindset, individuality. And with that, I um, really started implementing certain strategies that would work for different types of backgrounds, depending on where it is that needs to be improved in some areas. We're always continuing to grow and learn. And that's why when I was actually connected the, through a um, conference on a magazine launch uh, with, uh, with the Creator Society and Olga reached out and we connected, I was so happy because I have not prior learned about it. And I said, wow, this speaks my mind. It speaks my soul and my values. And it really it resonates on holistic thinking, which is the betterment of all. And so sometimes, you know, people have an idea and it takes the whole brain to function in, in really getting the best results. So strategies are very helpful ways. It gives you like guidelines. It's almost like having a goal. And with that, you know, you have a direction. If you have a map and you're like, oh, I want to go to New York City and you don't have a GPS or a map at all. You know, luckily, one day in a lifetime, you might end up getting there. And that is if you got the right help and guidance from people around you're asking. But the truth is, uh, you know, direction really gives us clarity. And sometimes we need to be flexible in our direction when we do apply it, depending on what it is that we're dealing with. But strategies will allow that kind of structure in a way where you feel a little bit more grounded, more clear. But you have to be adaptable and flexible for change, depending on what comes in that is beyond your control that will allow you to improvise and be able to be a higher thinker, looking at things from a different perspective and evaluate it accordingly. So uh, mostly I will have uh, situations or challenges and then I would study them and then I will implement a strategy for the best you know, outcome based on my background and knowledge, which always could be flexible in adjustments based on necessary tools that needs to be applied per situation. Wow, <laughs> that is so important. And it does resonate with the Project Creative Society, you're right. And yeah. also, we have been asking millions of people around the globe uh, about how do they envision a perfect society where they, their family, their friends are happy. So Dr. Nubani, we wanted to ask you, how do you envision this society where everyone is happy and lives a fulfilled life? I would start with self. Um, and in an early stage of life, that might not be as easy because we need guidance and this is why we're born into a stage of an infant and our brain is not fully developed for so many years and we're going to need guidance from others that are guiding us through whether parenthood or foster care whatever the case might be for each individual uh, in general 
And with that individual, the person who's leading or the person responsible, if each of us are holding ourselves in the sense of accountable where you're so strict, so like, you know, like that, but you know, be more mindful and aware of decisions, choices, and the way we process information to know thyself, to really understand who we are, because everyone is different. Some people are extrovert, introvert. Some people are aimable. Some people are drivers. Some people are very, um, you know, uh, emotional. Some people more logical. Understanding where you stand in the spectrum of life and, and see your interests in areas that you might not have enough information and you grow from by asking higher order questions. I really believe questions really guide us to so many clues and not to be in a state of doubt in a sense, but pure intellectual curiosity and having that intellectual openness uh, to experience, to new ideas. And then just be excited as you are, you know, when we are in that curious mindset, we are there to learn and understand. So the way we listen, we listen with our soul more. And we really use more of our senses at a higher level of connectedness to what it is that we are curious about. In fact, they had a study for a group of people, a group that had interest in the topic that they were learning. So they applied for those classes and courses. The other group, they were just there because, you know, people said, this is a good course, you know, just check it out. The people who were curious prior about the topics had a much higher memory recall when they were to take the exams or test or evaluation or feedback from whatever it is that they were listening to or studying. So even in that, it will allow you to be more focused in what it is that you're trying to learn. And if we take matters in life, in that kind of attitude, creative attitude, we are going to invite better experiences and outcomes because you will start to judge less. You would want to mentor more or you would want to contribute more. You won't be a problem creative mindset solver and you will participate in solutions more than complaining about the existence of a problem. And that puts you in a, such a good place where many want to reach, which is self-transcendence and having this higher level of expanded consciousness, which brings in more expanded perceptions because of all the experiences and the information that you're allowing yourself to, to assess. And of course, feed your mind wisely. And that will make you put your attention more in the right direction. And then in that path, you have less obstacles to overcome. You may have some, but they're not gonna be as consistent and frequent as they may otherwise. Mm, so I would say that for me is unity. I am an advocate of interfaith harmony, multiculturalism, and really 
uh, being a, a world citizen, a goodwill ambassador to, to a cause or anything that brings you meaning and in areas of your talent and gifts that you know, contribute, share, assist, learn, grow. And a growth mindset really invites for this happier society because it's less competitive. It's more collaborative. And the fear of the uncertainty becomes less uh, harsh and more tolerable because everything is uncertain. Every day is uncertain folding. We don't know for sure, but we have an idea what it could be. Yet mm. we walk by this life and in that kind of mindset, it becomes fun because you will discover more your inner strength of certain challenges, what they provided for your growth. And let me tell you, such as uh, things of the pandemic we're facing today, the largest in history. Uh, I was in a book called Quarantina and Beyond, and uh, it was an international bestseller. And it was about all these people, what they learned during the pandemic and what happened in their lives. I personally, um, you know, it's mixed emotions. Uh, it is not of joy to see people suffering, uh, grieving, having loved one transition and pass away. But in that mindset, we can be in such a corner for so long that we become less helpful. Mm. And as a warrior, <laughs> uh, I'm always thinking, I have to be strong. I have to take care of my immune system. I have to take care of my mindset, care of my environment and, and purification of my soul continuously in the way I know how to, because I don't know who might need me and how I want like to be of service, extending my energy to those who need that uplift and charge each other from, so that we all glow and lead the way for one another from where we're at to the next person. The next person guides me, I guide this person, the other, and it just brings this beautiful unity and this kind of, you know, uh, I would say really the unity part is so, so vital and interfaith harmony of accepting and just love uh, truly with, with acceptance of what people choose to be, their free will and respect that free will. And I think that would make us more happy. <laughs> mm, that's amazing. You, saw, you touched on some really important points in about a minute here. Uh, Olga's going to take us through the eight foundations because as we ask these people around the world, what makes a better society? Some of the things you touched on unity, uh, equality, human yes. values, human safety, uh -huh. some of these key areas. And so one of the questions I have, and I'm going to transition this over to Olga right now to have her talk about the eight foundations. And we're going to come back. But you talked about a curiosity mindset. You talked about being curious and asking questions. And after she goes to these eight foundations, my question for you, Dr. Sophie, is this. We live in a consumeristic society, one that says, buy this, get profits, buy this. But that leads to things like human trafficking, a $150 billion a year industry of the sale of people. How do we make that creative mindset shift to that unity you talked about? So Olga, if you'd share us the foundations and then we'll come back. I want you to, uh, Dr. Sophie, tell us how do we get there? 
Yes, let, yeah, let's talk about the foundations. And those foundations were created because we interviewed millions of people and they answered the question, just like what you answered today, of what type of society you would like to live in. And based on the answers, we have put together those eight pillars, eight foundations. And I will ask our IT support to please show a quick video of them on the screen. And if you didn't get a chance to read them, please visit alatraunite.com to really read through them. Let's see them. So number one foundation is human life, and that's the most important one. Number two is human freedom. Number three is human safety. Number four is transparency and openness of information for all. Number five, the creative positive ideology. Number six, development of personality. Number seven, justice and equality for all. And number eight, self-governing society or taking back responsibilities on us instead of delegating it to others. So Dr. Nobody, go ahead and answer the questions that Steve had for you before we showed those. Yes, um, I love the principles, um, you know, and what I really like is your interest in having feedback from others. Because with diversity, we grow a lot, we stretch, because we get challenged. Because I might not totally agree in one point or the other. But from my vision and your vision, coming in an open mind area, we are able to bring in a better solution for those who are in that area, not of confusion, but of where they are in their lives and where they have arrived based on their knowledge, experience, beliefs, and attitudes, and so forth. And when we come back with that kind of understanding, we are more respectful to each other's thoughts, discussions, and feedbacks. And most people, that's a basic thing. If you can just show me respect, I can give you more. I can surrender to my resistance, to the heart wall that I'm building. And I'm talking about others as you know, people that might have those kind of feelings because they don't understand where that person is coming from or they feel judged, or maybe they were raised in a way where they believe in something, but the, you know, not giving a chance for us to communicate like human beings. Like I like the capital H in the beginning of human life. <laughs> uh, and, and it's true. We took human out of being and we're being without the human part. So when, when we are truly applying the, the full meaning of the word, uh, we really progress and, and go further together. Uh, yes, if we be, if we create, and I would say, are you a creator or a consumer? You see, 
when you are in a consumer mindset, and now we all have things that we need, we do, and we all need each other. Uh, one hand cannot clap alone, right? So even our own body can assist us in creating sounds and, and applauding and so forth. So with that being said, I really feel that it starts with curiosity because a curious mind always applies growth, development, ends with more evidence, facts, information. They are willing to go the extra mile to research something, to reason with something, to challenge something, to conclude something, to consider something, okay? So when we have that we have lacked the practice of curiosity because by default, it's easier when we don't think and someone else thinks for us. Thus, the world system, you know, you have presidents, kings, the whatever authorities, and, and they go like that because a lot of people, uh, not everyone, of course, but a lot of people is so consumed by trying to make a living uh, that they forget to have a life yeah. and, and the deeper sense of it yeah. so, <laughs> you know dr nobani so what type of conditions do we need to create to move away from this consumeristic mindset that's eating us alive and not allowing us to really live into creative and constructive what are some steps that one person can take today to live in a creative society tomorrow Right. Um, first, I would say it starts really with our mindset and attitude. Developing a creative attitude is really important. And understanding that environment that we create for ourselves starts with our mind. Uh, the first prison that anyone will experience is the one they create for themselves. Once we have that free thinking, we are able to grow much faster. So the, one of your things is uh, personality and, and development of personality. Uh, the reason I like that one a lot is because I feel it connects with a growth mindset. When you are too, your attention is really going on how you can develop yourself. you don't have much time to focus on what somebody else is driving or doing or eating or this more than maybe picking their brain and understanding how you can both grow or something that can be more stimulating to to invite more of those experiences so i would say thinking 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 styles learn thinking styles for example, uh, you are a person who is very analytical. Allow yourself to explore divergent thinking. Learn more about it with curious mind. Not to get you out of your comfort zone where you're stressing out, but to allow you to grow and see how can that also contribute to your analytical mind in a positive way. You see, Steve Jobs, when he hired his employees in the company, 
he always divided them into three different sections. First were the ideas generators, and that's like the dreamers, the creators. Then he had the problem solvers. And then he had the critics. He said, never put the creative with a critic from the beginning because they are dream killers. <laughs> They're always waiting to give you the negative feedback or what could be wrong, but they are very important in our assessment to a product that is useful and that is going to be of good service to others. But if we train our own minds to practice that such application, and I like uh, Robert Dillett's, uh, and I teach on this, which is uh, the uh, neuro-linguistic programming and it's called the Disney technique. And Walt Disney, as we know, you know, he led through his imagination by practice. And he actually was told that he was not enough creative and he was actually fired and let go of a company and, and look what happens. So he used the dreamer, then the person who reasons and then the critic again. So when I look at big people that are icons of really uh, embodying a creative living or mindset, they had a certain way of thinking. And when we become interested in metacognition, the thinking of the thinking itself, we can explore areas in ourselves that we've never visited before. And we can invite a lot more excitement and enthusiasm as we are in the self-discovery journey because we are all gonna connect and relate to that in mm. emotion and psychology and mindset and physiology. So understanding that and applying it could be a first step to a breakthrough of a fixed mindset that is limiting and more destructive to our growth. Mm. Doesn't so mean powerful. you're not creative. Doesn't mean you're not creative if you have a, a fixed mindset. There are people who are fixed mindset, but they are creative in that own one area only. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make that clear. It's still called creative person. But when we are in the development of personality, we are in a foundation of a growth mindset. And Carol Dweck really teaches on it the best. Then we have this intrinsic motivation that drives us and that is how true joy is experienced and projected to humanity at large. Mm, that's so powerful. And you brought up some really good points. And what I wish we could sit here all night and chat with you. We can't. We are on a time limit, unfortunately, and we're coming close to that ending speech, so to speak. But you talked about the different types of people, the creatives, the problem solvers, the critics. We believe in bringing as many people onto this platform as possible. We are in the information stage and we've had a lot of creatives like yourself come on and share some amazing things. What we'd like to know is there's someone in your circle, maybe a problem solver, someone who might say, okay, now here are the practical steps to get to the creative society. Is there anyone in your circle who might be that problem solver who you'd like to recommend for us to come on the show? 
Um, yes, uh, I have. Uh, you interviewed my mentor, Dr. Bob Cho, earlier. So uh, he was uh, he was on your show um, last week, I believe. Um, Dr. David Friedman. Um, he he is. Uh, I call him a creative genius. <laughs> Uh, I've known him for a little while. He is also a contributor in the Optimize Your Creative Mindset book. He has five PhDs uh, after being rejected to go to college altogether. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's very brilliant. So I would definitely recommend him, yes. Awesome. So we will reach out to him and invite him on the program so we can continue this positive, uplifting, open and honest conversations about what we really want and what we really like uh, to, to have for ourselves, right? To what type of uh, society we want to live in. Only we can create that type of society. No one else is going to do it for us. No one else is going to, you know, build something that we don't even dream about. So we have to dream, we have to talk about it, and we have to take some actions in order to invite more and more people to learn more about the Project Creative Society. This is the only project of our civilization that is done by volunteers outside of any special interest, outside of any financing, outside of politics and religion. We are really the unification force everybody, all humankind. So thank you so much, Dr. Nubani, for being on. And before we go, what is it that you would like to wish to our audience tonight? Um, to unleash the power of their imagination and truly connect to their core soul and self and invite this openness with no judgment and fear to help them truly understand where they're at and how they can even get better every day. Collaboration, communication, and connection is very, very helpful when you are in this kind of journey. And something like this, how we are connected, uh, is beautiful. You don't understand how uplifting it is to just be in this kind of energy exchange and mindset exchange and vision exchange to the betterment of all, that there is good in the world. And there are people out there who are willing to go the extra mile for no reasons attached more than truly contributing to this vision. And I ask everyone that can join to actually join to make this world a better place. United we stand, divided we fall. <laughs> yes, and to help us stand united, please visit the website alatraunite.com. And on that website, you can click join us button and that will indicate that you are ready to build a creative society alongside all of us around the globe. Because the faster we all know about the project, the faster we can be living in a creative society and truly enjoying every single day. And thank you so much, Dr. Nobani, for being on. And Steve, thank you so much for co-hosting. And before we go, we're going to say our goodbyes. But before we finish our broadcast today, I would like to play a promo for our next global conference that's going to be happening on March 20th. And it's going to be translated simultaneously to over 35 or more languages 
because we want to really make sure that every single person around the globe has access to exactly same information so we can make those informed decisions and we can really live in a creative society united in peace so thank you so much and let's watch the promo bye bye unprecedented event of present history initiative that comes from people around the world main project of humanity people stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society how it all started may 2019 international online conference society the last chance 140 countries of the world Hundreds of thousands of people online. Hundreds of broadcast platforms translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can. 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth. Join the entire humanity and spread the message.